Now and Again is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage, Keanu, and more, head on over to cageclub.me. That is cageclub.me. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, we are back with the Emotion Minute. I'm Chris Podcast, and with Nico Vasillo, as always. And today, we are talking about the penultimate track on the official track list of Emotion before all those fancy bonus tracks. This is Warm Blood, and this is actually a request um, from a an, a friend of the pod, a our, our European correspondent, and I believe Cage Club patron, cageclub.me, um, patreon.com slash cageclub.me. No, that's not right. Do you know what the actual Patreon is? Nico? Hi. Patreon dot page club page. page. Just just Google it. I'm sure sure Joey will be thrilled by this this conversation that we've had right here. But if you go and do things like become a patron, then you can, uh, you know, basically executive produce shows because we are doing Warm Blood today because at 4Push on Twitter, go check him out, follow him, our European correspondent. Uh, check out the episode that he was on as well in the archives. Uh, he just said, you know, do this one. And we we're like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? So, Nico, Warm Blood. Feels good. Uh, yeah, my, my heart is pumping. Warm Blood, Warm Blood, Warm Blood. I can't... This song took me a long time to come around on. I don't think it's a bad song. Same. But, like, initially, it's 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 like this and Blackheart. I'm just like, what the fuck are you guys doing on this record? Same. Same, um, and I'll I'll even throw out, those are the two that I feel like just jar the whole the pace of the album, and this being next to last, it I think it's fine um, when you're only listening to it in the context of the original tracks on Emotion, because I think it, it works as a next to last song. I'd also throw LA Hallucinations into that a little bit. Um, this '80s throwback album referencing like Buzzfeed is always always pulls me out of it. Um, but we're on Warm Blood today, so it did take me a long time to come around to this, and I have not come around to Blackheart yet. But Warm Blood, I just I like, I like the difference. I think I like how sensual and personal. It's like it's like being whispered in your ear the whole time. It's like fucking Carly Rae Jepsen ASMR, and I dig it. I'm here for it. You know, I also think one of the things that makes this song interesting is it has that like. Okay, so I love I love when people embarrassingly talk, whisper, or laugh in songs. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I hate it. Like the more embarrassing the better. Yeah. Like I mean, please do it 90s style. Yeah. Like and one of my favorite things is to take every song by Mandy Moore and do it at the end no oh matter God. what the song is. I just love to add the main line of the chorus at the end cuz you know, she likes to be like I want to be with you. So, like I love to finish some of her songs off and just be like hit you with my love shot. And like <laughs> Uh, I feel like she does that a lot in this song. She's like, warm blood. My heart is pumping. You know, that the, the whisper warm is blood. bad, but the um, giggling like um, a Japanese pop idol on Iron Chef in a song, like just the, <laughs> like you used to get in some 90s songs. Boy, I think that's even worse. Oh, oh, oh. But if I can. You can. Okay, so in all the ways that Jonah has made our lives better, he just introduced us to Cutthroat Kitchen, and now I have a purpose in life again. I, uh, is that like is that like Iron Chef? I don't know what that is. Okay. Each chef gets $25,000. And Alton Brown, who, problematic but dreamy and in a cerebral kind of Neil deGrasse Tyson kind of way, um, 
offers them cool ways to fuck each other for money and like you bid on them so the four chefs have to make a cheesecake and the four chefs start making a cheesecake and Alton Brown comes in and he's like okay so you can make everybody be forced to make their cheesecake on a sit and spin <laughs> okay how much do you want to bid to make your opponents cook on a sit and spin that sounds goofy as hell and so they'd be like three thousand dollars and they and they eliminate people because like the judge doesn't know who got fucked how they just get the final product so sometimes they're like can I know why this is raw I had to cook (laughs) this with a hairdryer they were challenged to make chicken (laughs) like somebody had to cook with a chemistry set so they made a pound cake with a a Bunsen burner (laughs) it was amazing oh man that's awesome um this song <laughs> was um, co-written by one of the members of Vampire Weekend. She said that she wanted to branch out from the usual producers that would uh, exist in the pop realm in order to expand her sound, which I think is admirable and cool. But I really do think that this and Ellie Hallucinations um, back-to-back on the normal emotion playlist do feel anachronistic to everything else we have, and it does pull me out of the album. Um, yeah, I think Warm Blood is the one that recovers from it the best, but... But, I mean, like, again, I do think... But you gotta add Blackheart to that list. Yeah, oh, if we're going all the way into it, Blackheart's the biggest defender. Blackheart sounds like something that would be in an, uh, like, a late 90s Toe Jam and Earl video game. Yeah, it... I always... It sounds so stupid, but I'm always like, you know, this is the Kids Bop version of Orgy's Blue Monday cover. Oh man, I yeah. Some of the songs that exist as kids, Bob, wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> right? Yeah. Every now and then, I'm like, no, you cannot have gin and juice on kids, Bob. Yeah. There. Um. Uh. Man. Uh, this love by Maroon Five, sung by kids. That's not. Um. That that gets you put on the list immediately. Yes. Well, that's why we don't ever look up JoJo anymore. Yes. Uh. We're still on community service for that one. Um, apparently the last section they wrote for the song is the warm blood underneath my skin, warm blood, my heart is pumping bridge. They came back to it and they said they tied everything together, uh, both lyrically and musically, which, uh, in order to add depth to the meaning of the chorus and verse, um, perhaps one of the best, uh, bridges on the uh, entire album, because if I had to think of a place where Carly is maybe a little weaker in her songwriting, it's definitely bridges. The bridges just tend to kind of like repeat a chorus in a different way or, come back to uh, a motif in a slightly different way and then repeat it over and over again. But again, yeah, the, the ASMR, the close-up, personal, sexy aspect of it is super different, but it is the thing that brings me back to enjoying this song more than Blackheart, Ellie Hallucinations. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, I'm with you. I don't know if I have anything else to say about Warm Blood, honestly. I really don't either, and I feel so so bad because I feel like it is a good song I just don't connect with it I think I think there is a time that I could but it's just it's not now and and I don't know if it has been like I could see it maybe maybe younger me would have felt the song a lot more I don't know it's the um you know there's only, there's only so much you can listen to someone sing about one topic and through emotion as kind of an overarching thing, not just this song, but like 
Color Jeff only has a couple things she sings about. And when you're doing it in different ways, I think it highlights that even more. So this song just kind of being like, there's a boy I like and I would do a lot for him. I wish he liked me. It just, it stands out so much more when it's already pulling you out of the album itself. And, um, like, I, I do like it, but it is just a song. If it wasn't there and if it was replaced by one of the deluxe tracks or even one of the B-sides, I think it would be a case of improving the album. Yeah, it's a song that I think doesn't add anything to the context of emotion. One of the things that I find really interesting is how much more I like too much on the new record than as a single. And I actually loved it as a single, but on the record, it somehow has even more positive impact, kind of like Boy Problems. Mm. And I think there's something about where this song is on the record that both improves it, holds it back. I don't know. I feel like we would be having a totally different conversation if Warm Blood was inexplicably track five. Or even on side B. Um, and yeah, absolutely. I think Too Much is a really great song to bring in here because that is probably the best comparison album to album. That is also slowed. Um, her vocals are moved up. They're more surrounding you. Um, it is sparse instrumentation. It is sexier. Um, and that does it better in every way. So if, the, if Warm Blood was a trial run for a song like Too Much, then hell yeah, like I'm glad we, I'm glad it's there. I'm glad we've, we've gone through it. And it's certainly not a bad song in any way. Um, but it's, it's not a highlight on the road through emotion. Absolutely. And uh, that was Warm Blood. Thank you at 4Push. I don't know how you want to be acknowledged. You know, just slide into his DMs at 4Push on Twitter. Say hi to him. Hey everybody and welcome back to Now and Again with Carly Ray Jepsen Emotion Minute. I am Nico here with Chris Podcast and we are here to discuss a really fun little thing. Carly Ray Jepsen doesn't just have amazing music. She has a lot of personality and she tries to, I don't know, she tries to really bring that across and she did this incredible fun video where she goes through her own songs and puts them in a bracket and she's kind of like March Madnesses down the Carly Rae Jepsen songbook. Yeah, I love this video. There's maybe nothing more like quintessentially nerdy me than combining my love of Bracketology and Carly Rae Jepsen into one. Like we've done Bracketology on the show before. A uh, friend of the pod, um, Pam was on where we covered the worst song. We did a, uh, it called, we called it April Sadness. It was to crown the worst song of, I believe the first 10 nows. Um, so we've done stuff like this before. So this can be, um, this can be our Carly May Madness Right, that's that's a that works. Oh, I, I, that's what it is. It's officially Carly 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 May Madness. It's it flows so smoothly. Yeah, I I'm sh- I'm so sure of this. Um, I think it's really great because it's really interesting to get an artist's interpretation of their own work. Mm-hmm. I like that that really does carry some of her her personality and she for as you know cutesy as she tries to be about it, I don't feel like she comes off I don't know. I I have a very specific memory. I go to a lot of these comic cons and well before I went to a lot of these comic cons as a professional, I went as a fan and it was always fascinating when you would meet someone and the person ahead of you online would be like, "Oh yeah, I loved that season 
and you hear the celebrity say, yeah, that was my favorite season, and then they pose for the photo, and then you get up there and you say, yeah, my favorite season was six, and that's not the one the person before you said, but the celebrity says, yeah, that's my favorite season too, and you're just like, oh, you idiot, <laughs> I was in earshot a minute ago. And, like, there's just something really fascinating because the most you can hope to get is – Really, the most you can hope to get is a moment of somebody. When you're a kid, it's okay to think in these absolutes and these binaries and this is my favorite song and this is my favorite movie and this is my best friend and it's a singular, it's, it's, it's a notion of oneness. I say that we exist as a culture in binary, but – and, you know, bracketology is exactly that because it's one or the other. But we really exist in a culture of oneness a lot, this idea of a single the best, this um, – this premier and premium and mm-hmm. the most you can ever hope with that is to get a single moment one of those because tomorrow it's going to be a little bit different if you ask me my favorite Tori Amos song today it's called a light sneeze tomorrow it's cooling and the next day it's precious things if you ask me my favorite tv show of all time today it's brooklyn 99 tomorrow it's the golden girls and the next day it's buffy but Getting an artist to do this when it is that sort of singular encapsulation of what they're feeling at the moment and maybe never feeling again, for as harmless and fun as it is, it's so fascinating. And it really is a cool way to interact with someone you love, especially when there's somebody that you love so much that you do a podcast about them. Yeah, it's um, the video is fun and she has a lot of fun with it. And she is honest about how she kind of feels that some of her she feels differently about some of her older songs. The songs off of Kiss that made it onto this bracket. And first off, um, BuzzFeed, this bracket, you got to learn what seating is. It's not a great bracket. Some ridiculous first round matchups in here. You can definitely tell, I think she even admits it, that right now she's very influenced by the fact that she is touring and promoting a new album. So um, a lot of her bracket was dominated by songs off of Dedicated, which, I mean, when you're that close to the material and like I said, you're on a promotional tour for it, um, I imagine a lot of this would be different maybe a year from now. Uh, a year earlier would have a different bracket. Day-to-day, even, like you said, as she performs these songs and um, as she gets to know them better. Think about, like, well, for you, I think it's it's almost, it's very similar. Um, I was one who had a really shitty taste in music in high school. But, like, we've talked about it before how, how different what we listened to 10 years ago was 15 years ago. Certain things, I mean, it's kind of, Bractology is kind of the crux of the show in a weird way. Like, that synthesis of, like, it means something to you at a different time. And absolutely, this kind of forces you to choose from it and synthesize it into a, like you said, a binary choice. And it's really, really hard, but really fun. And it forces you to think about what you do and don't like about certain things. I, <clears throat> I've been listening so much to Dedicated. And what's crazy is I think Dedicated still sounds like the 90s stuff I grew up loving. And I recently threw together a cover of Kathy Dennis's Touch Me. And it was really funny because as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wow, I'm trying so hard to get away from the 90s sound that this original was. But all I'm listening to is something that sounds just like it. And I'm trying so hard to get away from it. Dedicated has a really strong sense of lighthearted whimsy, and to be creating something like that, I feel like you have to be in a really pure place, a really emotionally light, atmospheric place, and to that end, I feel like it must be hard to look at the songs that, you know, tug of war, wonder who you're screwing, when 
<laughs> the lack of eloquence there. And yeah, ugh, I can't even imagine. Any musician, any artist, any writer, um, at some point has to come to terms with the act of killing your darlings, whether it's killing a character in a novel you're writing or um, cutting a verse out of a song that you really love. Um, there is an aspect of, even maybe they don't want to admit it, just like a, a mother loves their child. They have a favorite, but they don't really necessarily want to say it. And yeah, sometimes it is, it's fun to see them forced to do it. And it's fun to do it yourself. And it's not something as uh, you're so removed from it's like basketball. It's personal to you. I, and what's, what's so, st- oh, do you know what I really hate about the very unscientific way brackets like this exist where you like, you sit home and you look at it is you're tempted to lie. You're tempted to change something because you're looking at the data in a different way. One of the things that, I mean, I don't really care for betting as an industry. Like I just, I think gambling is one of those complicated things that everybody should be allowed to gamble if they choose, but I think the way we have culturally come to worship sports betting is the second craziest thing to the way we have come to worship a sport that causes so much CTE. And I Mm. am always so fascinated by the way the... I know it's a fact most reality shows manipulate the outcome of their events. It's harder to manipulate the outcome of a sporting event. And I really right. know that when I made my list and we were going to talk about it, and I came down to feeling like my final two picks were maybe a little too similar to compare, I was like, oh, that's I don't like that final two. Part of me was like, you know what, I'm going to go with the other one in an earlier round because I know that this one is still going to win no matter what. And then I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fucking with it. But when it's, you know, sports ball games, you can't take back the sports ball. You can't. Oh, nope. I've decided. I don't think it's so great that the Knicks won there. So I'm just going to pretend that they lost because I don't <laughs> think that's as dynamic a matchup at the yeah. end. And I found myself reality TV engineering a way to make my list more interesting and then I put it right back. It really is, you know, bracketology really is fascinating, but only if you're genuine about it. The yeah. minute you begin fucking with the rules and having fun with it, it's it's still fun, you know? Like, it's something that's really interesting is I'm not somebody who ever wants to cheat to win. I'd rather lose a game than cheat. There's something about, like, I don't know if it's my mental illness, but, like, there's something that makes the win so un- unsatisfying if right. I cheated to get it that I'm just... I'm unwilling to cheat. It will ultimately make me madder than losing ever would. My husband is very good about like, you know, oh, I just want to throw out the rules and everybody have a good time. I'm not like that. I'm like, no, I want to play by the rules, but I don't mind losing by the rules. I never mind losing by the rules. Right. I'm actually one of those people that like, people are like, wow, you're, you're a really, do you not want to win? And I'm like, no, it's, I'd rather just have a good time. I don't actually give a shit about winning. For me, the winning is getting to have fun with my friends, getting to play games. I have so many other things that I can't get off my mind. Keeping score of who won Catan six years ago is not a kind of pettiness I have the brain capacity for. Um, hold on, wait, I'll get back to this. Oh, right, so I would rather lose by the rules <laughs> than bend the rules, and I feel like bracketology really requires that level of ethical commitment to the results to ensure 
results that say something as opposed to results that are reality TV engineered. We're, we're avoiding the pro wrestling aspect of all of this stuff, kind of. Yeah. And, and you know, in filling out my own bracket, I, I did snap decisions for every song that I could remember both songs. I still don't know all of the titles to the dedicated songs yet, so I had to go back to some of them. And I hope that didn't really screw up my um, my decision making. But I really just kind of did snap gut decisions and rolled with them. I ultimately put mine back to those choices as well. In the liner notes on cageclub.me, we will have our brackets as well as um, Carly Ray's and a link to that uh, cute little video that you can go and watch. So, Nico, are you ready? First round? I'm... I'm... We'll do the top left corner. I'm ready to do this. Let's let's bring in the noise, bring in the funk. All right, so it does appear that BuzzFeed put a lot of her new songs up against her old songs and included a handful of songs off of Kiss, or this Kiss, whatever the name of that album with Call Me Maybe is on. So in all fairness, there's one or two songs that I didn't even know, but they were up against songs that I did, so I just kind of went with those. But first off, top left, we got Now That I Found You versus Cut to the Feeling, and we're already starting off with, like, fire emotion songs and fire new songs. Um, so it's a tough one. I won't cut to the feeling, though. Oh, uh, same here. I don't think that there's a way that you can... Like, I mean, and you know, now that I found you was a great song, but it doesn't even say the same thing about Dedicated that Cut to the Feeling says about the emotion sessions. I do... I am afraid that, much in the same way that Carly kind of pushed her songs to the front because she's touring them we're kind of kind of we're so emotionally connected to emotion no pun intended that i feel like every time they matched up like my final four is all um spoilers my final four is all emotion um so it it just when it came down to that heads up mine isn't so that's good okay good good next one i didn't just come here to dance versus no drug like me i went with drug um i liked didn't just come here to dance um i went with drug you did, and see, you picked that one to be on the season of the show. What happened? I really found that I loved this song. Uh, it's one of the ones that I've been... It's one of the ones that I've kept on repeat the entire time. That I've had trouble turning off, and I felt really strongly that it was the better choice. Mm. Yeah, it was one of the first songs off of Dedicated that really jumped out as a uh, a standout album-carrying track to me. So um, it gets a lot of love. Uh, and that bass line, man, the first time I heard that bass line in, uh, in the video when they, like, they, 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 uh, they released it, when they previewed Dedicated, whew, whew. I was, that, it's the song that was released oh, early yeah. that I got most excited for, even more so than Julian. Next up, they are, uh, they're doing a Battle of the Carly Singles, I Really Like You versus Call Me Maybe. And I went Call Me Maybe here. I think it just kind of gets it off the popularity for me. It lingers. Uh, I really like you. Same. Not a great song off that album. No, it's actually my least favorite, like, of that kind of, that, um, it's always a good time. Like, it's my least favorite of that round of songs. So next up, we've got uh, an old one versus a new one. This Kiss versus Want You In My Room. And this was tough to me. Um, Want You In My Room. Of all of the songs, it, it did for me as well. Um, but it is new. I had a tough time remembering exactly which song that was. I had to go back and listen to it. And this kiss is probably my favorite song off of those early Carly Rae um, releases. So I did go back and forth a little bit, but I ended up going with Want You In My Room at the end. Um, and this, I mean, if they did the correct bracketing, high seed versus low seed, right, at all, it was on this one. 
with Runaway With Me versus Tiny Little Bows. I don't even know what Tiny Little Bows is. I just smashed Runaway With Me. Yeah, I mean, obviously. There's not even a question. That that one is the Tiny Little Bows, like, beat, like, North Georgia State in the play-in round to get to that one just to lose to the one seed. Real disaster there. Uh, good Time versus Let's Get Lost. Where'd you go with this one? Let's Get Lost! Easy, yeah. Another old versus uh, emotion song. I even love um, Good Time, but, like, it's not as good. Yeah, I have no problem with Good Time. It's just I've said before that that middle section of emotion with Let's Get Lost, your type, and uh, Making the Most of the Night, which is not on here, left out. BuzzFeed, please. Um, I've, I've said before, that's, the for me, the uh, the murderer's row of emotion. So, yeah, Let's Get Lost got the play in there. And uh, speaking of tough first-round matchups, uh, Carly, I believe in the in the interview, we even said that this one isn't fair. Uh, Julian versus all that. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I think it's actually kind of fucked up because I think they're too thematically similar. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't leave a lot of other songs that sound like this. Yeah, I agree. Um, though I did go with Julian. Um, I think it's an, an extremely Same. strong opener to that album. Honestly, I've said before, her ballads are not why I listen to Carly Rae Jepsen. And as much as I think all that is fine, Jul- Julian just slips ahead on that one. Yeah, I, I actually love all that. It's one of my favorite songs by her. But I think Julian is one of the most perfect songs I maybe have ever heard on a pop record. Wow. So it, it won for me. Last on the left side of the bracket, round one. Warm Blood versus Gimme Love. Now, we just talked about Warm Blood. And we were kind of... Our, our conclusion was it's there. It exists. It's certainly a song. Um, but I think Gimme Love is one of the most underrated songs on Emotion. And I put that one in the next round. I went with Warm Blood because Gimme Love is like my least favorite song on the album, like of that group. Really? Okay, I see. I get that you think it's underrated. It just doesn't do it for me. I think it's really plain. I think it's really forgettable. I was so surprised it was called the Gimme Love Tour for that reason. I never even realized that. Interesting. Um, so that's the only place we differed, correct? I believe. I believe. That I actually means. think, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of shocked that we both went with a couple of those. but um, So we have a very similar first round, um, and you'll have to go to cageclub.me to see Carly's. My matchup here, and uh, both of our matchups, I should say, is uh, Cut to the Feeling versus No Drug Like Me and Cut to the Feeling. So, yeah, it had to go to Cut to the Feeling. I didn't want it to, but it had to. What could I do? Yeah, I don't think you that know. it's a genuine one seed. But it's just a it's a weak corner of the bracket. They threw a lot of the Kiss songs into that bracket. So, Call Me Maybe versus Want You in My Room. Uh, so, I went with Want You in My Room. Okay. I think Want You in My Room is like one of the best songs she's ever done. It is pretty good. Um, and it it is good. It just kind of made me wish that um, I'll Be Your Girl was on this bracket because I think... For me right now, that is the dedicated song that would make it the farthest. I put Call Me Maybe ahead here, again, just based off nostalgia and uh, historical um, importance, I guess. I, that may be the one I come back to regret, but... It made her Carly Ray. Yeah, in the end, spoilers, it's not going to matter which one I pick there. Run Away With Me versus Let's Get Lost. It had to... Uh, Run Away With Me had to edge it out. Same. No, no question there. And so yours is... Um, Julian versus Warm Blood, which do you put into the next round? 
Uh, Julian. Okay. Cool. So there you go. That that shows kind of the uh, the difference in where we are in that corner. Because um, I put Gimme Love. I push that into the next round to take on but lose to. Run away with me and cut to the feeling. Edges out. Call me maybe, which makes my uh, Western Conference final, whatever you want to call that side of the bracket. Um, cut to the feeling versus run away with me. What is your finals? Want you in my room versus cut to the feeling. And I'm going with want you in my room. Ooh. I think this is a bit of a Cinderella run here. I like it that much. And do you continue? I think this is this is a battle. This is battle of the side one track ones. Which one won for you, Run Away With Me or Julian? Oh, it, it had to be Run Away With Me. Okay. And so the real question is... It had to be. Did we both... Run Away With Me. Did we both put Run Away With Me into the finals? Because I did. I did. I put Run Away With Me in the finals. <laughs> so did Carly. It had to be. So... Carly Ray had uh, Want You In My Room, the exact same uh, finals as you, Want You In My Room versus Run Away With Me, and she put Run Away With Me in. So running over to the other side of the bracket, this one I thought was kind of a tough one. I think this song is goofy, but I kind of like it, um, and I don't love the other one as much. Um, Tonight I'm Getting Over You versus When I Needed You, and I went with When I Needed You. I also went with When I Needed You. I love every version of When I Needed You, including the slow, sad, dramatic one. That's not the poppy, high-energy version. I love that version as well. I just think uh, it's a great song. I think it has a strong vibe. It's. I think that might be one of the more undersung songs on Emotion, mm, personally. Okay. Next one was easy for me. We've kind of talked about um, how we feel about Party for One before, and uh, it's going up against Boy Problems, and mm, that doesn't seem like it's much of a competition to me. I put Boy Problems ahead. Yeah, you know, I had to put Boy Problems ahead. I think Boy Problems is like the gay boy anthem. I think it's great that you love it too. Please don't get me wrong. Please continue to love whatever you love as a queer ally. But I think Boy Problems has to win. And if it doesn't win, you're crazy. (laughs) All right. So your type versus Turn Me Up. I could not tell you what Turn Me Up actually is. And your type might be my favorite song off Emotion. Easy. Uh, Same. I don't like Turn Me Up. I listened to it just to know what it was, but I didn't care for it. And uh, last one in the top right is Too Much versus Store. Now, it first off, it surprises me that of all of the Emotion Side B songs, right, there's not a ton of representation until they put two of them against each other in the next bracket. Store being the one feels, I don't know, it's just, I like that song, but of all of the Emotion Side B songs, that's what they went with? Yeah, they put it up against the wrong, like, I, I think they put all the wrong Side B songs up against each other. Side B is such a strong record. It's so strange to me. Yeah, and when we when we eventually do our Emotion Minute on store, I'm going to have a lot to say about that song. Um, I know there's people out there that really hate it, but I do not. But Too Much still is the winner there. I think it's very funny. I think it has a really good sense of humor. But yeah, Too Much is a great fucking song. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, our top right is pretty identical. Um, let's check out the bottom right, because I feel like this is a real wild card bracket cry versus fever battle of the side bees fever all the way all right i am in the same boat there i like cry but fever's just a, a better jam um automatically in love versus favorite color favorite color Psh. okay well i love i'm going to color. throw the wrench in this machine i love favorite color i think it's a great song but kind of what we were talking about earlier with just when the question comes to you I, for some reason, since about midnight last night, have had Automatically in Love stuck in my head. 
So I put that into the next round. Appreciated. And I love favorite color. Like, if you asked me this yesterday at the same time, it would have been favorite color. But for some reason, automatically in love, that chorus has just been lodged in my brain. 24 hours almost. So (sighs) putting that one ahead. Um, Feels right versus curiosity. I had to listen to both of them to get a sense of which one I wanted to go with. It was a little bit tough. Mm -hmm. And I went with curiosity. Okay. This, yeah, this is kind of a, I feel like this is kind of a who cares choice. I, uh, I went with feels right myself, um, but, you know, I don't think either of us are going to try to argue that one. Real love versus emotion to end the first round. Oh, emotion. No question there. So we have a little bit of a different bottom right. When I needed you versus boy problems, I went with boy problems. Uh, when I needed you versus boy problems, I also went with boy problems. And did you go with your type over too much? I went with too much over your type. Okay, so there's another place where we differ. Too much advances on Nico's, and uh, your type advances on mine. All right, bottom right, fever. Yours is uh, fever versus favorite color. And I went with fever. Okay, and curiosity versus emotion, do I even have to ask? I went with emotion. (laughs) Okay. My bottom right has automatically in love, edging out fever, and emotion uh, stomping a hole in feels right. And my... um, my final four on that side is boy problems versus your type, and I put your type into the finals, and automatically in love versus emotion, I put emotion. Yeah. My bracket there winds up uh, too much versus emotion. Okay. Oh, do you want to know which one? Emotion. Wow, so track one versus track two in the finals for you. Interesting, but... Yeah, it, run away with me versus as I got really upset because it wound up it wound up run away with me versus emotion. I was happy that my other two were in fact want you in my room and too much. Mm-hmm. But when my final two were emotion versus run away with me, I was so disappointed because I think they are like just about the two most thematically similar. Mine is also a battle of emotion. It's run away with me versus your type, which edges out emotion. So. We end up having a very similar bracket. Even Carly Rae is, is not too different from ours. Her finals is Runaway With Me versus Too Much. And Nico, what was your overall champion? Emotion. Wow. So between you, me, and goddess Carly, we all have a different winner. She went with Too Much in the end, and I went with Runaway With Me. So Runaway With Me, Emotion, and Too Much. Write us in. Seriously, fill out your bracket now and again cast at gmail.com or get me at Chris Podcast on Twitter. I would love to see your bracket and how it shook out and uh, what songs should have been on there that weren't. Like, where the hell's I'll Be Your Girl? Come on, that could have had a deep run. Where's Making the Most of the Night? Yeah, there's a lot of songs that, uh, this could have been a 64. Honestly, this could have been a 64. Oh, 100%. Well, no, I think (sighs) Could have been a forty-eight, <laughs> but I don't think you get to sixty. And just give just give all of emotion a buy into the next round. Pretty much. <sighs> well, this was fun. Hopefully, we can find a way to do something like this again. Like we said, uh, send in your brackets. And um, Nico, do you have anything to plug before we go away? I have been doing an incredible amount of work on this incredible network <laughs> over here. I have phoenix.html i have mcu.html we have the newly expanded 
all new, all different, uncanny X's for podcast and X Men experience variety show, which is expanding to include worthy question mark a Thor podcast as well as some Spider Man stuff. I like comics way too much. Um, I'm uh, about to be like. I also had a show called Now and Again with my childhood best friend. Kurt. <laughs> no, that's this one. Never heard. I'm of it. continuing to make. <laughs> I don't know her, <laughs> so I'm continuing to make. Kid Riot over at KidRiotComics.com We'll be doing our second Kickstarter We're really excited about it Shit's pretty cool there And I'm trying to think What else do I have to plug uh, and I just I've been doing a whole lot of fun stuff Here on this network uh, Doing the con life Making the comics Working out Just doing my thing Check me out on Instagram Say hi Yep and you can find me At Chris Podcasts on Twitter Where I'm just really calling people assholes all the time. That's pretty much all I do on there anymore. Um, so come and send your bracket to me and give me something else to talk about. And until next week, when Nico and myself and Joey all get in the same room for the first time in history to discuss our snap reactions to a little album called Dedicated. It's going to be shockingly sexually charged. The most epic team-up in history. Uh, And until then, we will catch you on the flip side.